You are listening to Lightweight Church of God in Christ podcast, Arena of Release and Breakthrough, where your hosts are Pastor Daniel Yaboa and First Lady Janetta Yaboa. Do all that he could do about um, creating this world, mm-hmm. but the seventh day he rested. rested. Yes. And therefore, he ordained within the weeks a Sabbath, a day. That we should rest. The seventh day we should rest. But I know for now, our lifestyle, maybe we cannot observe a rest during set as is read today. But that the, the, the main idea is that in your busy schedule, in your business throughout the week, you find time to rest. Mm. But the day of rest it's a day that we connect with God. So the Sabbath day, the day of rest, God wanted us to ordain the, sub, the Sabbath day as a day of resting so we could connect back with Him. We could connect back to God and refill and refill. You keep, most of us keep going and going and going. And that's why we begin to develop uh, psychological problems. That's why we are irritable. That's why we're sick, because we are not getting no rest. But even on the day that you are off, not working, sometimes it's even hard to find rest, because Mm -hmm. you are off physically, but your mind is not off work. You brought work home. Mm -hmm. You brought the business home. Mm -hmm. And so your mind keeps going. So this type of rest requires that, we step away from life business. It's a day that we step away from life business and connect with God. And how are we going to do that? By seeking Him. By soaking ourselves in His presence, mm-hmm. playing some worship music, soaking yes. in God's presence with some worship music. So, uh, uh, to me, this should not be done just one day, but we should find time here and there during the course of the day and during the course of the week, during the course of the month to rest. And the main idea is to connect with God so that we find rest when we connect with God that day. Yes. Trying to do something to establish our relationship with God. So instead of running around all day and then you realize that you're still tired Mm. because you did not rest. Your mind did not rest. Mm. So our world today is filled with chaos. We see what is going on now. Conflicts. We have busy schedules. We have to go to school. We have to take care of children. Now, even when there's no physical school and physical buildings, we have things online. We have the family uh, family schedule. And so life is busy with an onslaught of information. Yes. You've been bombarded with information all over, here and there, everywhere, you, even within the house. So resting can be a scary idea to a lot of people. Resting could be a very scary idea to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know how to take time, take a break and rest, and rest their mind, and rest their heart. And rest their body too. The question is, how do we find rest 
through the power of the Holy Spirit. How do we do it? We can enter God's rest by taking a break from life's business and the cares of this world to experience God through his power. So we take a break from the business of our lifestyle and the cares of this world, caring about everything else that's out there, caring about the money, caring about the bills, caring about you know everything else. And with a friend that is gossiping, that is dropping you know uh, information that is disturbing your heart, mm-hmm. the phone calls that is disturbing your so. You, you, you are to take a break. Yes. No phone calls. No gossiping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, you know who gossip. You know who is always mm-hmm. got the latest, latest information about, you know, unnecessary stuff or, you know, somebody in the family or, you know, whatever is going on in the extended family system. Take a break and experience God through his power. So, in this time of taking a break from all this, we shut in and study his word, God's word. And we pray with praises and worship. We are to meditate on God's word as we study so our hearts will be free. Yes. The more closer we get to God through strengthening our relationship with him, the more his power is released into our lives to bring inner peace. Hear me once again. The, the more closer we get to God through strengthening our relationship with him, the more his power mm-hmm. is released in our lives yes. to bring inner peace. Yes. So therefore, you could, be, you could experience an off day. You could experience a couple of hours. You're not working, but you say, I, I, I want to rest you know, this, couple, this couple of hours. But you are resting with the heaviness and the burden and the cares of this world on your shoulders. So you're finding no rest. So we find, rest, we find no rest until we are at peace in our soul. Amen. You find no rest until you are at peace in your soul. And then you can find peace with the world around you. So, when you have peace inside, you could find peace with the world around you. could find peace with the, the, the difficult uh, family members, the difficult relative, the difficult husband, the difficult wife, yes. the difficult uncles, aunties, difficult children, difficult neighbor, difficult co-worker, whoever they are. Because you are at peace inside, Amen. you find peace with the world around you. First lady, could you read Matthew chapter 11, verse 25 to 30? Matthew chapter 11, verse 25 to 30. Yes. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, mm-hmm. Lord of heaven and earth. Yes. I openly and joyfully acknowledge your great wisdom. Uh-huh that you have hidden these things, these spiritual truths from the wise yes. and intelligent yes. and reveal them to infants, yes. to new believers, to those seeking God's will and purpose. Yes. yes, Father, for this way was well-pleasing in your sight. Uh-huh. 
all things have been handed over to me by my father. And no one fully knows and accurately understands the son except the father. And no one fully knows and accurately understands the father except the son. And anyone to whom the son deliberately wills to reveal him. Come to me, Mm. all who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace. Wow, religious rituals that provide no peace. Mm. And I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Wow. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple, for I am gentle and humble in heart. Yes. And you will find rest, renewal, Blessed quiet yes. for your souls. Wow. For my yoke is easy to bear and my burden it's is light. light. What an awesome word. Amen. So the preceding statements are made is how we hand over, we, we hand over our yoke. We hand over our yoke to Christ to receive rest through meditating, studying the word of God, soaking yourself in some praise and worship, leaving everything behind, soaking yourself in praise and worship, studying your word, meditating on the word with your heart, and praying. This is how you hand it over to him. And then he fills you because you are exchanging. And then he fills you. And this is a typical example of how God's unconditional love is on us. God's unconditional love. Beloved, the assurance that God loves us unconditionally gives us rest. When you have that thought that God loves you unconditionally, no matter your mistakes, no matter your fault, no matter who you are, no matter how evil others describe you to be, but you have that mind that God loves me unconditionally. Yes, yes. Unconditionally. He looked beyond your faults mm. and saved you and loved you. Beloved, on our darkest day, if we are to snap out of our worry mm-hmm. and remember his love, no one could match. God's love, no one could match. We find rest. So on your darkest day, as you keep going, as the problems, as the situation, as the bills, as the family pressure, as the children's stubbornness, disrespect. So all that is unraveling around the house, husband or wife giving you problems or whatever the situation is, Mm -hmm. money crisis. You are able to snap out of it and remember that God loves you and no one could match that love. Amen. You will find rest because it will calm you down. Amen. We build trust in God when we realize that we do not have to defend ourselves from slander, gossip, or injustice. This experience will bring what? Spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity does not come overnight. Spiritual maturity does not come overnight. When you are strong inside, you will be happy. Mm. 
when you are strong inside, yes. with everything going on, yes. you will find rest because you will be happy inside despite what is going on around you. When you are strong inside. inside. So this is why you have to connect with God through these, um, these, uh, uh, these uh, uh, what you call it, message, whatever I'm giving you today. That's how you connect to God. Mm. Hallelujah. Not traditions that we practice. Religious traditions that we practice yes. that have no, 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 no peace and that brings no, no jo- nothing in us. It's a, just a rigorous activity to satisfy the flesh. That's what religious activities are. So spiritual maturity do not come overnight Mm -hmm. spiritual maturity is like exercising building your physical muscles through exercising building your physical muscles through exercising so which means our failure in life our our challenges our trials our relationship tough relationship that we are involving and all all matter of uh challenges is part of is part of the process mm-hmm. to make your spiritual muscle strong yes. these are part of the process to make your spiritual muscles shrunk when you connect to God in a relationship when you strengthen your relationship with God beloved these are issues we can resolve with deals with how we feel inside. I'm, I'm, I'm right now about to share with you how to deal and resolve these issues that uh, deals about how we feel inside that prevents us to experience rest. These issues that about how we feel inside <clears throat> prevents us from experiencing rest. One, dealing with the spirit of inadequacy. Inadequacy. What does that mean? The spirit of feeling inadequate. Mm. Inadequate. It's not enough. Nothing is enough. This spirit puts a pressure of condemnation on us. A pressure of condemnation. And then we think that we are not doing enough to gain God's love and the love of those around us. The spirit of inadequacy, the spirit of not enough, makes you, puts pressure of condemnation on you. And it makes you think you are not doing enough to gain the love of God and the love of those around you. It brings the thought of God is mad at me. Mm. Or God is mad at us. But beloved, God is not mad. God is not mad. But glad. Amen. The Bible said God blessed Jesus Christ with the spirit of gladness. The spirit of gladness. So that means if we are, if we belong to Christ, then we are to, you know, strengthen our, go in hard so that we will tap into that spirit of gladness. So which means gladness is a spirit we could receive. Let us ask God to teach us how to comprehend his love that he has already given us. 
Let us ask the Spirit of God to teach us how to comprehend. Because God says he loved us before we love him. And that's why he gave us Christ. But most of us do not know how to comprehend that love. So we should ask the Spirit to teach us how to comprehend God's love in our lives. We are to catch ourselves from frequently making statements like, no one appreciates me around here. Mm. You, you, you see yourself frequently using statements like that. All throughout the day, mm. no, one, no one appreciates me around here. You, you need to catch yourself yes. from making statements like that. These words plant seeds. When you frequently use this, these words, it plants seeds that the enemy uses to attack your self-worth. When you make frequently statements like that, the enemy, forces of darkness, hold on to that to attack your self-worth. So therefore, we have to say, I am somebody. Yes. Uh, uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson, Rainbow Coalition. You are somebody. Yes. I am a somebody. Mm-hmm. You are a somebody. Instead of saying, no one appreciates me around here. Beloved, this should be our prayer when we feel like giving up. This should be our prayer when we feel up, uh, like giving up. My God. We pray, Father, if this problem, if this pain, if this sickness or circumstance is needed to fulfill your purpose in my life, and receive glory in my life and that of others. Give me grace to go yes. through it and bring me out yes. by the power of the Holy Spirit. Did you yes. get that type of prayer? When you feel like giving, when you feel like all pressure is breaking you down, when you feel like everything around you is crashing you in and breaking in, take a moment, take a breath and pray this prayer. Father, if this problem, this pain, this sickness, this circumstance is needed to fulfill your purpose in my life and receive glory in, from my life and that of others, I pray give me the grace to go through it and bring me out yes. by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Beloved, next step, learn to step away. Learn to step away. When you see uh, uh, you are crashing in, learn to step away. The ability to step away from the busy world and enter into a divine rest is a blessing that can be ours through the Spirit of God. That we step away from the business, the cares of this world, and enter into God's divine rest is a blessing. That can be ours through God's spirit. What does stepping away mean? Stepping away from the world means to stop figuring everything out. Mm. Stepping away means stop figuring everything out. Which never works. Figuring things out with our own mind and our own strength and our own means and ability never works. We need to try to surrender our will and our dreams to God 
allow the Holy Ghost to take over. Yes. By so doing, we will find rest to become more of an active part of our life. Mm -hmm. We will find rest to become more of an active part of our lives. Could you read Matthew chapter 6, verse 24 to 34? Mm -hmm. Matthew 6, 24 to 34. Okay. Or maybe just uh, bring it out to 25. But just 25, from 25. Okay. Therefore I tell you, stop being worried or anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted mm -hmm. about your life. Wow. As to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body as to what you will wear. Is life not more than food mm. and the body more than clothing? Yeah. Look at the birds of the air. Yeah. They neither sow seed nor reap the harvest mm. nor gather the crops into barns. Yeah. And yet your heavenly father keeps feeding them. Wow. Are you not worth more than they? Yeah. And who of you by worrying can add one hour to the length of his life? Mm. And why are you worried about clothes? See how the lilies and the wildflowers of the field grow? Yeah. They do not labor, nor do they spin wool mm. to make clothing. Mm -hmm. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all of his glory and mm. splendor dressed himself like one of these. Wow. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, yes. which is alive and green today and tomorrow is cut off and thrown as fuel into furnace. Mm -hmm. Will he not much more clothe you? Yeah. You of little faith. Therefore do not worry or be anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted saying, what are we going to eat or what are we going to drink? Or what are we going to wear? Wow. For the pagan Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. Mm. But do not worry. For your heavenly father knows that you need them. Yes. But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness. Yes. His way of doing and being right. Yes. The attitude and character of God. Uh -huh. And all these things will be given to you also. Hallelujah. So do not worry about tomorrow. Yes. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Yes. Each day has, has enough, enough trouble, trouble of, its, of own. its own. Each day have enough trouble of its own. Mm. So let us... Be hopeful in God. Yes. Be hopeful. Have a hopeful mindset. Because, beloved, you know why? Hope is like a basket. Mm. I term it the basket of hope. Mm. Hope, hope is like a hope in God is like a basket that contains what? Peace. Mm. It's like a basket that contains goose, which gives us peace, mm. leading to rest. Mm -hmm. You find no rest unless you are at peace deep inside your soul, yes. your heart, and your spirit. Mm -hmm. So hope in God is like a basket that contains goose, which gives us what peace, leading to rest. We need to have hope that God has power 
have hope that God has power yes. to take care of our needs moving forward. We need to have hope that God has power to take care of our needs moving forward. Beloved, let's look at the side of a basket. Mm. The side of a basket usually communicates the idea of goodies, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, sometimes my, I know Mother's Day is just around the corner. Or birthdays, you, we present our mothers with uh, baskets, decorated baskets, full of goodies, all kinds of stuff. I know uh, a first lady likes um, the basket that has like the, the bed and bath. The bed and bath with all that stuff in there. My, even my little girls uh, enjoy that type of basket. So, basket communicate a side of goodies. Mm -hmm. On special occasions, we have loved ones presenting us with decorated basket full of goodies. And what does that do? If this side of the basket brings what? Joy and fullness. Mm -hmm. Joy and fullness. And that is what hoping in God does. Our hope in God also communicates the same. Hope in God contains the goods of assurance. The goods of assurance. The God is our Father. He is our Father. Our Father who art in heaven. And He will take care of our needs through His Spirit. The word of the Lord says, it's not by power, not by mind, but by my spirit. Yes. Hallelujah. So what do we do when we lose hope? What do we do? Mm -hmm. Say, Pastor, well, then what do I do when I what lose hope? What do we do? When we lose hope, we should quickly, quickly, immediately turn to God through his word mm. and spirit. Through God's word and spirit. The word works in combination with the spirit. To feed our soul to quiet those voices that are condemning or causing anxiety. Quickly turning to God through his word and spirit will quiet out. Quiet out all those voices that are coming at you, condemning you, and causing anxiety. Because what God promises to renew our strength, his word let us know that. That his word promised to renew our strength mm -hmm. like an eagle. In the book of Isaiah, I believe chapter 40. So that we will run and not faint. We will run and not faint. We will run. We will keep running because we got to achieve stuff. We got to do stuff. We will keep running and not faint. Beloved, cultivate, learn to cultivate a daily hab habit of devotion. Learn to cultivate a daily habit of devotion. A time to pray or play worship music to encourage yourself and to keep your spirit energized. What you are to do during your daily devotion is a time to pray and also play some worship music. To encourage yourself and keep your spirit energized. Take your hands off. Mm. You say, Pastor, take, take your hands off what? Yeah. I, I know somebody's asking that question. 
take, her, take your hands off. Tell, tell somebody around you or your neighbor or tell yourself. Take your hands off. Take your hands off. What should off. we take our hands yes. off? Because we say we have given it all unto God. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, come unto me. Give me your yoke. Then we say, well, Jesus, I've given you my yoke. And we're going to prayer. And say, Jesus, I give you the crisis. I give you the financial problem. I give you the relationship problem. I give you the areas of my life I need deliverance. I give you this. I give you that, the business, the job issue. But what do we do? Right after that, we take it back. Mm. We take it back by worrying. Anytime you worry, it's a sign that you have taken back all that you have, uh, you, you are asking God to do, all that you are believing God to do. So let us not worry or wear ourselves out by trying to control what we cannot control. Mm-hmm. Don't wear yourself out, don't wear yourself out by trying to control things. That you cannot control. This makes us what? Unproductive. Mm. Trying to control what we cannot control. It's like riding on a merry-go-round. You see what the, the, the kids playing? Mm. That, 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 right? <laughs> the kids, uh, when you go to the merry-go-round, it's all over um, the, uh, the, what, the fairies and stuff. That's what, that's what that means. Right? Because what? You go in circles mm. and you end up right where you started. Wow. Hallelujah. But trusting God means we give up our worry, reasoning, and anxiety to Jesus by faith. Trusting God means we give up our worry, mm. reasoning, and anxiety to Jesus yes. by faith. My God. Also, we are to take captive over the thoughts of condemnation. Take captive. Cut those thoughts that come condemning you. On anybody around you that, that speaks into your life condemning you. Loved ones and relatives are, have a habit of doing that. Speaking condemnation words into you. But we should ask the Spirit of God to give us the ability... To take captive over every touch of condemnation. Knowing that God has already forgiven us of our sins. God has already forgiven us of our sins. Through the blood of Jesus. But his judgment requires punishing sin. So he punishes us, chastises us to bring us to him. Mm -hmm. It's just like we and our children. When they make a mistake, we chastise them in law. That's, that's where we learn that from. The Holy Spirit brings out revelation about how much God loves his children. How much God loves you. You need revelation from the Spirit of God. Showing you how much God loves you. And beloved, when you have that type of experience, it will change your life tremendously. And bring rest to your heart. Jesus, knowing that he came from the Father and did not lack anything, and he knew that he was going back to the Father, he was not self seeking. 
But Jesus served humanity and the disciples. In the last day, he washed the feet. <coughs> excuse me. He washed the feet of the disciples. In the last days on earth with the disciples. Beloved, when God reveals his love to us in a greater level, when God reveals his love to us in a greater level, which comes by revelation through the power of the Holy Spirit, <clears throat> we will know how much God is involved in the details of our life. Mm-hmm. We will know how much God is involved in every minute area of our life. And this will change us, transform us, and give us rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray you find rest in God during this season, during this time. The rest of God be a portion of yours. In the name of Jesus. I want to ask you, do you know Jesus? Do you know this Jesus who died on, on Calvary Cross and saved us from our sins that we might find relationship with God the Father? Do you know him? Because he is the judge that is going to be judging us when we pass to glory, when it all ends. The question you're going to be asked when you die five minutes from now, or any time of your life. What did you do with Jesus? What did you do with Jesus? Or if I should pose this question. Where would your soul be. Five minutes from now. Could you say heaven or hell. Because all both of these places. Are in the, in the Bible. So which means they are real. You say I have no answer to that pastor. It's a sign that you need Jesus Christ in your heart, not your life, to live inside your heart so he will take control of your life. Hallelujah. Oh, you say, Pastor, I have not, you know, really not been doing so much. I used to. I used to be born again. I used to go to church. I used to do this, that, for God. <clears throat> but I, I got disappointed and stopped doing it. A spirit of religion. That's that's the spirit of religion. Mm. People that were once doing things for God, or you know, were serving God, were uh, praying, uh, uh, connecting with God, and all of a sudden something happened, and then they say, "Oh, now I'm not doing it no more." It, all you're doing it was a spirit of religion. You did not know Christ. You did not know God in a deeper level. You had no relationship with God through Christ. You had no relationship. And that is why it's easy for you to stop going to church. That is why it's easy for you to stop reading your word. That is why it's easy for you to stop praying or doing anything concerning God. Because you did not have a one-on-one relationship with God through Christ anyway. So in the beginning, all that you were boastful of, that you used to, you had no relationship with him anyway. But this is the time to connect with him back. So that you begin to develop and strengthen a one-on-one relationship 
Stop judging people. Stop condemning people. Yes. Stop pointing at people's faults and mistakes. Your loved ones' faults and mistakes. Because you are not God. You have problems. Amen. Your problems are more than them. But you live yours and you're pointing at them. They are trying to get somewhere with their relationship with God. Amen. You say, I want to have Christ in my heart. Mm. Repeat these prayers after me, one after the other. Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross. I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. To save me of my sins. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Jesus, Jesus, I know that you are the Son of God. I know that you are the Son of God. I invite you into my heart. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord. And personal Savior. To be my Lord and personal Savior. And I'll serve you, Lord Jesus. And I will serve you, Lord Jesus. For the rest of my life. Pay attention to the prayer you just prayed. You will serve him, meaning you're not going to just, you know, put him at the back. Mm -hmm. you, you, he's going to be first yes. in your decision making. He's going to be first in all you do. In your relation with your loved ones. Your, and when, you are, when you're doing uh, things to your loved ones. You will remember that you said this prayer that you will serve Jesus for the rest of your life. So that should be the, 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 the prerequisite yes. to stop you from bullying people, to stop you mm -hmm. from mistreating your loved ones, yes. to stop you from taking your anger and your, your irritation over your loved one. Because you have vowed, this is a vow, this is a covenant mm -hmm. that you will serve Jesus for the rest of your life. And God is going to bless it this prayer and God is going to give you the strength, the grace, the ability to hold up your part of this bargain. Be blessed. Hallelujah. I Thanks for joining us this week on the Light Way Church of God in Christ podcast. We pray that you are truly blessed by the word that you have just heard. Make sure you visit our website www lightwaychurch.com where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS so that you will never miss a show. While you are at it, if you have found value in this show, we would appreciate a rating. Or if you will simply tell a friend about the show, that will be a blessing as you help us share the Word of God. Lastly, if you would like to assist us to continue to expand our platform to preach the Word of God, please consider being a Patreon and donate by going to www.lightwaychurch.com. God bless you.